Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after show entertainment. After Buzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menunos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> Man, this theme song, it starts us every week. It's amazing. Um, welcome to our After Buzz TV Pretty Little Liars show. Uh, one week till the finale. Yay! Crazy, crazy. Feels like the season is flying by. We're, of course, episode 11 of season 5. No one here can love or understand me. Long title, but understandable when you see the episode. It, there's a lot of... You get a lot of answers tonight. I think no one was really expecting it. Uh, normally, it all kind of comes in the finale, and we got a few answers and a few more questions. Definitely. But uh, before we begin... Um, I should introduce the, myself. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm Stephanie Wanger. And I'm um, your host, Emma Kay. Absolutely. So, what did you think tonight? Were you happy with kind of... The Melissa storyline was blowing up on, on Twitter tonight. So what did we think? I definitely like that a lot of our questions are being answered, and it's nice to see that some of our predictions are coming true. Yeah, Because we were pretty uh, confident about some of the the predictions that we made, and we kept on coming up with the same predictions every week, week after week, and now it's like, okay, well, we're not crazy because of the different twists that they play in each one of the episodes and each one of the seasons where we thought – we already knew who A was, and then they revealed someone completely different. So it's good to know you're that little bit closer to maybe finding out the truth. I know. I feel like this is the, always the issue on the show, is that it goes, I'm 90% there, and I'm like, we're, we're getting the answer next week. It's the finale. It's going to happen. And you know, if you're a longtime fan of Pretty Little Liars, that this is a show that, even if you're 90% there, they're going to take a right turn or a left turn, and there's going to be some other twist. That we're... We've done really well this season at predicting, but I always feel like there's another layer. There's an, there's another chapter to this show, for sure. I also like that people are opening up more, and, uh, you know, the the two fronts that you never thought would reunite are kind of like reuniting together, and Allie seems to be the outcast left out once again. Yeah, it's interesting, because we talk about time after time on the show that she really wants to be in that inner circle. Mm -hmm. And what we're seeing this season is she made every effort through lies, through everything. And finally, in the previous episode to this, we saw the girls really push her away and kind of say, we've had enough. And I wasn't honestly sure if that was going to stick, if we were going to come back this 
episode and have her somehow weasel her way back in. Mm-hmm. Or if they were truly going to be kind of over it. And they seemed over it tonight. They are now... We even saw Emily kind of accidentally refer to um, Allie as A, which... So she they're really thinking... Allie is up to no good. If you're starting to misplace Allie and A. There's a lot of red flags that came up in this episode. One, Allie kept on saying she couldn't go out of town because A wouldn't let her. Well, how is she out of town now? So there's a lot of questions that the girls seem to be asking themselves and it's just, you know, the only kind of like conclusion they could come up to is either she made a deal with A or... She is a. Absolutely. We don't know which one it is, but, um, you know, I highly encourage all of our fans listening in to call us, you know, and let us know what you think. 424-256-1729. I know you guys tweet us and let us, you know, give us your theories, but we would love to have you guys call in as well. Uh, it really would help us out because we get all of your theories after the fact, after we've done the recap. So it would be nice to get them on air so we could discuss it and talk about it as well. Absolutely. and you, But you can always tweet us. We look at it as well um, using the hashtag PLLABTV, and we look at it throughout the show as well as much as we can. So um, that being said, Spencer and Melissa, this was the big, I think, the big reveal of the night. Um... So, Melissa leaves town and sends Spencer this video saying that she's basically protecting her and that she all she really wanted to do was protect her because she thought that she was burying Allie, when in fact, we know now that it's Bethany Young, of course. Correct. Um, do we think that that's actually the case? I, I was going to ask you the same question, but I thought she was pretty genuine about it. Um, Melissa doesn't seem to be the one that would cover up for anyone. It seems like, yes, she has been kind of on the, the dark side, but she's had her reasons, too. And maybe Allie does know about it. Maybe Allie does know Melissa killed Bethany Young or Melissa buried Bethany Young and is using to leverage that against Melissa, which is why she possibly could have joined Mona's team. We don't know. We don't know any of the answers. All we know is that Melissa was the one that buried Bethany Young. Was she genuine in the video? I think so. I agree with you. I thought she was genuine. The part that the biggest thing that set off a red flag for me in that video was if you're burying someone who is alive, which is what she claimed. She was alive at the time that she buried her. How did you not notice that she was alive? That To me, that just seems unfathomable. But, well, she kind of pushed her from the be- from the back. Like, she didn't really see her face when she... And I'm sure, you know, in the moment with the, um, you know, kind of like blood rushing to your head and you're just trying to get things done really fast, I, it's just... You don't really, you know, you're not in the space to concentrate to really understand what you're doing and to analyze it before you do anything. But wouldn't Bethany have put up a struggle? But Bethany was at Radley, so I really don't know what what Bethany's condition was. That, you I know, mean, that's, so that's true. There that, could have been. I thought about other that, but then I thought, okay, well, I don't know, you know, if she had any physical or mental, you know. Um, I, you know, if she was right. handicapped in any way, I don't know what the, you know, answer is. But the biggest question should be who put Bethany Young there? 
And why was she dressed identical to Allie? Right. I mean, she was in the, I believe, a yellow top that they were both wearing. So I'm starting to agree with the girls. They kind of mention, like, was she put there to be mistaken for Allie? And I think that that's a very plausible thought. There, That is a very possible thought. And, um, you know, I do feel like I've, I've really underestimated Allie all this time. See, because no one would have known what she was going to wear that day except her. For Bethany to be wearing something identical to her. Could her mother have known? That's the one other thought that I had. Like, her mother... I think her mother might have known. Yeah. But after the fact. And I think it's a good possibility that her mother got killed because of the fact that she knew. And she knew too much. I could see it going either way. After the fact, I agree. She almost, in my mind, 100% knew. Um, Before, though, I'm wondering if maybe Allie was the kind of girl who laid out her clothes the night before, you know? And was like, you know how some girls in high school are like that? They lay out their clothes the night before, and and so she was able to coordinate it. She knew that her daughter was going to wear that yellow top. I'm not... But they weren't going to school. They were having a sleepover. Yeah. And I'm... For some reason, something deep inside of me is saying, no, Allie is the one that planned all this. Allie is the one that planned her escape. Even before she got hit... She knew all about, she knew all along that she was going to escape and she was going to create all this drama. And then tracing back to, you know, even the computer, the email that Miss uh, Delorentis sent, we don't know to whom. It was just saved in the outbox where she said, I can't protect you anymore. Now I'm thinking, okay, well, she was sending it to Spencer's dad because she saw Melissa bearing it's Bethany an- Young. So... Since Allie came back, or Miss Dillinger's new Allie was coming back and she was alive, yeah. she knew that she can't protect the secret anymore. I'm absolutely playing a bit of devil's advocate here, because I agree with you. I do point the finger more at Allie. I just, I never with this show want to just have one suspect. I feel like there's always somebody else at play, and in this particular case, I feel like it could have been her mother somehow involved. Maybe. I don't know. Now it's really starting to make sense to me how everything played out, even Ezra being involved with Melissa, and the night that she saw him outside, which now I'm 99.% sure it was Ezra outside, I think he might have been giving her a recording camera or something. To get it all. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. And if anyone picked up in Melissa's video, I think she was giving clues to Spencer, in her video referencing to certain things, and Spencer wasn't picking it up. So I wonder if she's going to be able to go back mm-hmm. and pick up some of those clues. Well, I found it interesting that we, as viewers, even saw the video twice tonight. We saw Spencer watch it once, and then we saw parts of it again throughout the mm-hmm. episode. So I feel like they wanted us to pick up clues as well, and it's something that, honestly, I'm going to have to go back and watch the episode again in order to pick up all those clues, but in the meantime, please tweet at us. We love hearing all of your thoughts and comments on the show. There's obviously a lot going on, and we come in here, we say it every week, right after the show, so tweet at us if you notice something in that video that we're not. Um, That being said, uh, do you feel like Spencer, this is going to send Spencer into some sort of tailspin? She has Toby back in her life now. 
She does, and uh, he's actually a good influence. Yeah, he is a good influence. I like that he's... She's able to be honest with him, and he keeps her level. Um, he's asking her tough questions, but it's questions that need to come out and need to be answered. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of all, you know, she's being honest with him. I agree with you. I I worry that she, by her sister thinking that she was responsible, and now she knows these all these things. It was kind of all piled onto her in a very... I don't know, kind of direct way. It, it, it wasn't like she got bits and pieces of information. It all kind of came out at once. And I just feel like that's a lot for her to manage on top of everything else that's going on. I, I do like the, I, you know, I kind of agree with her not telling Toby about it, about the video yet. Yeah. But what did you think about it? I think it's going to come out eventually. Those types of things don't stay secret. There's mm-hmm. no way to keep a secret like that. So he's going to find out, and what I worry about is will that be something that comes between them, that she wasn't completely honest when he was asking her what was happening. I am I want to see what her relationship is going to be with her dad when he brings, he's done dropping Melissa off and he comes back because she's going to have a lot of questions for him as well and what his involvement was in this whole cover-up scenario. Yeah, I don't know if he is trying to protect melissa like he knows what happened and is trying to get her out of the country so you know well, that's what happened that's what melissa said that after she told him at the police station he wanted her to go out of the country then but she wanted to stay and protect spencer yeah i, I think that's what she's saying i think there's an probably other reasons why oh her, of course yeah um, I, I mean, that's like the simple, that's the base reason. Of course, you want to protect your daughter, protect your family. Mm-hmm. But what else is at play for him? And and I don't have that answer. Enough to ruin his marriage. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, so their family is so divided. I mean, Spencer's family, you've got, you know, Melissa having all these secrets. Spencer having, you know, emotional problems. Like, there's a lot of issues at play, and I think that we're just scratching the surface of that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and also what's going on with her mother, like... Where is she? Right. I mean, do you really have depositions every single day, every single night? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think about. Um, we have mothers disappear on the show <laughs> more often than not, though. We talked about Arya's mom disappearing. I, I would like to take a poll for anyone <laughs> that watches the show. Uh, please tweet us and let us know what you think. How many of you would prefer to have your parents present in your life and how many of you would not? So depending on, you know, just looking at the girls and their lives and how it plays out, what would you prefer? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say a little informal poll go on PLLABTV. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm actually very thankful now, you know, for my parents I and how controlled mm. I was. But I it, it actually now I'm like, okay, well, that could have happened. <laughs> I know, right? Crazy, crazy times. Also, Toby has a big part tonight in Hannah and Caleb's story, which... um he comes back and is trying to, like, I love that they throw out the bromance. Like, <laughs> that, that he, um, so Hannah, of course, catches Caleb, um, drinking still, and he's having nightmares. And what we learn is this all relates back to Ravenswood, um, of course, the kind of show that was canceled on ABC Family, and they're still trying to tie up that storyline for him. And when Toby was talking to him, I felt like a lot of it was coming from his personal feelings yeah. and 
personal experiences that he had. He mentioned something about, you know, that he was in Ravenswood as well, and um, but he didn't really go into specifics and details about it. But it seems like he has firsthand experience. And to what Caleb is feeling right now, which is why he was pushing him a little bit too hard and trying to get it out of Caleb. But I appreciated that he knew he messed it up. Oh, definitely. Like, I think sometimes, especially in high school, there's not a lot of self-awareness there. And he definitely had that self-awareness and said to Spencer, like, I don't even deserve dinner. I, I really messed this up. I... I couldn't, you know, make it okay for him or help him in any any way. And I think he did. He pushed too hard. He he knew he knew like 10% of mm-hmm. what Caleb in fact has gone through and was trying to push like he knew 90%. Well, what if he did? I don't know. I ju- I don't feel like maybe 10% is is under, but I feel like it's not he he doesn't know the scope of what Ravens would. Maybe, maybe not. We don't know yet. So, you know, I think the ending of the episode was uh, was a clue to us and kind of like what we're going to see coming up that whatever was in Ravenswood carried over to Rosewood. So is it going to are they going to go more in depth about it? I don't know, but it's definitely there. Yeah, absolutely. What I found really interesting just on a slight side note was that Generally, when a show gets canceled, mm-hmm. kind of that show dies. Like they're, they're, you can't go back to it. And they're doing a really nice job of tying in this Ravenswood storyline into Rosewood. And it's such an unusual thing. And props to ABC Family and the writers for uh, doing that. Well, for once, I was creeped out again and during the ending. I was like, uh, I don't want to see any ghosts. I don't want to see <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> like, I'm liking the happy PLL, you know, storyline we have going on. Let's I don't know. I don't know if it's happy. Re- relation- <laughs> well, relationship dramas are better to me than ghost stories. So that, that is true. I, but I, I do. I think it's tough to pull in a show that was canceled and, and make it work with a show that's already existing and long standing. So they're doing a great job. Definitely. So, yeah, I mean, they're really it's impressive. Um that being said, I'm curious what you guys are thinking. Are you happy to get some of this Ravenswood storyline in the show or are you kinda over it and just want Rosewood? Are you on Emma's side or are you uh, doing something else? So let us know. You can always tell us on YouTube, rate, comment, and we read everything. Uh, I love reading your YouTube comments. They're the best. And also you can tweet us. You can tweet AfterBuzz or me or Emma and uh, use the hashtag AB. Or P-L-O-A-B-T-V. And while you're on iTunes, don't forget to comment, rate, give us five stars, guys. Um, I think we deserve it mm-hmm. over here. And it would definitely help us bring in more guests for you guys. Yes, <laughs> we're always working on that. So let us know what you're thinking for sure. That being said, let's jump into the partnership that is so bizarre to me, but maybe fans are liking it. Emily and Ezra working together. I I still can't wrap my head around it because they seem so against him for so long. Uh And now Emily's like, well, he knows things. I'll totally go to him. And but you, they they've worked together in the past, not in uh, investigative capacity, but you know she's gone to him for help, and she knows 
he's you know his capabilities and that he's smart but knowing that he had a tracker on all of them for this long you know he definitely has an upper hand in technology and the information and how to retrieve it so it's smart of her to use him to their advantage but also smart of her to let him know that she doesn't trust him but yeah <laughs> you know that's the only thing that she's got at the moment he knows she has what he could solve simple it's true um i love that he went from being the high school teacher to being full-on investigator and he's Mm -hmm. good at it i mean it's really interesting to see him so she comes in with this one photo of um of the kidnapping Mm -hmm. suspect um of cyrus and uh and he is able to use the time code to find other photos of him and kind of get a bigger picture of what had happened mm-hmm. um, and how he, his relationship or his status with Allie. Um, and I thought that that was really smart of him, the time code, and something that I think the girls just haven't haven't gotten to. Like, they, they, there is a certain level of investigating, and obviously Ezra has spent years on this and really knows the ins and outs of it. Well, my question would be, where did Emily get that picture from? And who's her friend of a friend who's helping her out? I feel like Sydney probably has some guilt trip for... Yeah. And that's where it's coming from, but I'm not really sure. We we point the finger a lot at Sydney. I feel like we uh, always on the show we're saying that she's not on the up and up. But she is the most obvious choice, I feel Mm -hmm. like, in, in this scenario. If you think of a friend of a friend... Emily, you're, you think swim team, who does she kind of, who's an acquaintance of hers? And Sydney definitely fill, fits that bill. Like she, she is that. I mean, really, it's such a broad description, a friend of a friend. It could be nearly anyone, really. Mm-hmm. But Sydney seemed to know a lot about the scenario we mentioned, which did she somehow know Melissa's group of friends? How is she fit into this bigger story? Um, and so I wonder exactly the same as you, if Sydney uh, gave her the photo. I don't know how Sydney would have acquired that photo, though. That's the, that's my question, is does she have an in at the police department? I mean, we're talking about surveillance footage here. Um, I'm not sure, but, I'm you know, police the police don't know about that photo. It, it, would have been i i don't know if someone was following them i don't know but mona was definitely suspicious about uh cyrus from the beginning so how did mona know how did mona know to even be suspicious about this person it could have been anyone it's true so they definitely had their target on cyrus to find out who it was but maybe some of them knew more information that than they were leading on and Cyrus seems free to go. I mean, he was released by the police last week, and they don't seem to be searching for him. As and we think. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> right now, currently in this episode, we do not see them searching, the police, at least, on a search for Cyrus. They're, they've released him, and they're a little bit Well, old. instead, the girls are being questioned and targeted by Tanner. She's just so vindictive and manipulative i'm i hate her get her off the show <laughs> wow harsh words I'm just like <laughs> can i represent the girls because you know they're just walking these streets you know they can't they don't even have a normal life to drink coffee and not be freaking interrupted in the middle of the street to enjoy their day i was about to say so they're at this cafe 
and she comes in and it starts asking them about kind of their connection to Bethany and really pushing them um, to get answers. I feel like at this point she has the answers and she's just wanting, and she kind of alludes to this at the end of the episode, that she wants one of them to come forward and one of them has. And you would have to assume that that's Allie at this point. That, or is she bluffing? I mean, that's the other thought, is that she want she wanted a reveal from Arya's father, um, from Byron. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be either one, but I feel like right now she's pushing so hard on these girls that it's interesting. I, I don't know if well, the, anyone else will crack. Well, she's pushing hard because she doesn't believe Allie's story, and she's hoping that one of the girls would break that story and I was get, say, we'll crack under the pressure. Exactly, and poke a hole in Allie's story but the girls are so scared and you know when they were actually willing to go and testify and talk to uh Tanner or the police department they get stopped by A with footage of Allie you know in the candy cane uh outfit in the hospital when she went to visit candy. Hannah when Hannah was in the hospital so you know it's like as Hannah said, you know, they got knocked out, you know, from uh, their, you know, their knees under them because now there's proof that the girls knew Allie was alive way before she was revealed to everyone else. Right, exactly. So it's, it's interesting that that's where it's going. Um, I thought it was interesting also that they took it, we talk about multi-generational storylines on the show all the time, and that they took it back to Arya's father. Yes. Yeah, because I started to wonder how are all these we we mentioned earlier Melissa's or uh, Melissa and Spencer's father. How are all these dads involved? I think for a long time we talked about the moms being involved, and now I'm starting to wonder: is it some network of dads that are involved? Because he was being like Ali's father, very protective of Arya, and saying that she was I forget the exact word he used, but like essentially bullying exactly um his daughter and aria overhears him having this conversation with tanner in their living room which is really bizarre in its own right um about you know like that she thinks that aria is definitely involved uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, sure. we we know she is, but but it's. I just feel like if when they're not telling the truth, they're getting themselves in a deeper and deeper hole, and it's going to be harder and harder to climb out of that. I I agree. I I think it is interesting that now that Arya knows um, that she is very close to being a suspect, essentially, like that Tanner is questioning her every move. Um, I'm wondering what her reaction will be and how that will play out, not only in the finale next week, but in the second half of season well, five. Well, that, that's why I said I, I like the fact that both fronts, you know, are uniting together to, from what I saw was genuine from Mona's and Arya's part to really come to an understanding and just accept one another. Yeah, I, we'll jump into that whole situation with her brother as well in a minute. I think it's interesting that Arya is going to – I just wonder where this is going to take Arya. Is it going to push her back to Ezra because Ezra has always protected her? Is it going to push her towards her friends? Like, what direction will Arya take now that she knows it's not just all the girls, but it's 
it seems to be narrowing in to Arya mm-hmm. at this point after New York. And there's obvious reasons. I mean, we know that she was absolutely, she did, you know, uh, kill, um, Shauna. Shauna. I wanted to say Sydney and I was like, that's not right. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and, you know, she's been snooping around Bradley with, uh, you know, about Bethany, asking questions about Bethany Young. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely, we have not seen the end of Riley. We've not seen the end of Tanner. And I'm wondering, in this fatal finale that they've hashtagged for us next week, uh, what will what will play out in all of this? Is Tanner going to make an arrest of some sort? That's what it kind of looked like in the previews. We'll get into that in predictions, though. Let's... Ah, sorry. Before we move forward, I just want to uh, point something out real quickly. One of our fans tweeted us, uh, Miss Joy eighty seven ten. She made a good point and said Cece was also wearing the same exact outfit uh, as Allie that night. Uh, so she thinks Bethany and Cece are twins. Ooh. That is a very interesting point. I didn't even recall uh, that Cece was wearing the same outfit, but I guess there was three of them. I was going to say, so three outfits. Yes. Possible. So three girls. Mm Mm-hmm. It makes you wonder, though, um, if Cece is Bethany's twin, does Allie have a twin as well? I mean, I know it's something we talk about all the time. Or are the twins is are, is that the twin relationship? Just going off of what uh, Joy may, is saying. maybe, and we know Cece and Allie had ties to Radley when you know they were playing pranks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. They've mentioned like dropped in clues, some you know here and there, but we've never really thought about it. So that is a great point. Thank you for letting us know. Yeah, that's a good one and something we're going to have to ponder, I feel like, this week. Um, and Definitely. And come back with great theories for the finale. Um, so this was kind of... I always like the Mona Aria fight. Uh, her brothers, of course, dating Mona. And they go to a film together um, and Aria shows up and they and she whispers something in Mona's ear. Um, and that causes Mona to leave. And then they kind of settle the score a bit in the ladies' room. Well, we know what she told her. Yeah. She told her that basically she should have died when she kind of, like, had the accident on the cliff, right. which was, a ter- you know, as Mona said, she really knows how to dig the knife and I mean, twist it. And yeah, she knows the right things to to push with the right buttons. And another interesting point she made was Allie really underestimated you. Mm. So how much does Mona know and how much information was shared with her about the girls? It's true. Um, yeah, it's something that we're we're obviously going to see more of in the finale. Um, I feel like this is, it's interesting that they're kind of coming to terms with each other. They're, 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 Figuring out where they both stand. Well, that's going to be a threat to Allie. Yeah. Because Allie, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, really just wants to be in that inner circle. She, that's her, I feel like in a lot of ways, inner circle, queen bee, that's that's what Allie wants. Um, And all Louise lies, the more she lies, the more she seems to be getting pushed out. We talk about her being a great liar, and what it actually has done is alienate everyone. And that's what lying t- 
typically does. Is Definitely. Alienate. So, um, I think we've covered most of the show. Are we missing anything? Uh, well, let's talk about Caleb and Hannah a little bit. Oh, yes. Um, you know, towards the end when he's sharing the story about what his experience was in, uh, Ravenswood and what he went through. Um, Hannah was really understanding about it, but what freaked me out was that board yeah. and how it landed on goodbye. And then it, right after yeah. that, it was it almost cl- like a Ouija type board. Yes, it, uh, cuts into Melissa's scene of Melissa saying goodbye to Spencer. Absolutely. Yeah, it was really like an intense moment. And I always think when you get that, for lack of a better term, correct me if I'm calling it a Ouija board and it's not, but like essentially a Ouija board. It when you get to those like goodbye and the mm-hmm. like big I don't know it's always really creepy and I feel like we talk about the Ravenswood and Rosewood merging it's it's that level of creepy now. Well, We're, I have a question for some of our fans and uh, you know we we want to get your thoughts on it. I want to know what you guys think if you think Hannah and Arya. I'm sorry, not Hannah. Uh, Mona and Arya are gonna be working together in some capacity, you know, are they going to be uniting and standing up against Allison, or will they still stay separate, Mona having her army, and um, do you think she was genuine asking about Mike at the end when she asked Arya if Mike really liked her? Was that a tactic to throw Arya off, or was that really genuine on her part? That sent a red flag up for me, I have to say, that... I felt like there's some bigger motive there. And she might like Mike. I I don't have any reason to believe that she is not interested in him, mm-hmm. but there there has to be some bigger motive. I don't there's other guys. Like why go after Mike if it's going to cause all of this? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, but maybe in the process she's fallen for him in some real way. It's hard to know. We'll see. You want to get into some news and gossip? Absolutely. Our first piece kind of relates to what we've been talking about uh, with Ravenswood and uh, it coming into Rosewood and Pretty Little Liars. Um, The writer of this week's episode, Joseph Doherty, says that ever since the fates conspired against us, we've been looking for a way to satisfy, um, to tell people what did happen. And I think the key to Caleb moving on in Rosewood is is that he has to share some more, particularly with Hannah, about what has happened after that last episode of Ravenswood. And we saw some of that tonight, for Mm -hmm. sure. But I think that there's definitely going to be more to come. Um, And we might even, he teases, see other characters from Hmm. Ravenswood. I was was actually going to bring that up and say, you know, maybe are they going to cross over and bring some people to help Caleb come, you know, overcome this fear and dreams, you know, nightmares that he's having. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see who they'll choose to bring over and how that plays out and if Hannah is upset mm-hmm. when these other people come over or is she, is she happy because he's getting the help he needs. I could see that really going either way. Um, and then Lucy Hale, um, of course, the MTV Movie Award, or MTV, excuse me, MTV Video Music Awards are this weekend, and she is going to host the pre-show, so that'll be really fun to see, and she'll be with Sway and um, Christina from MTV doing that, and she says, um, 
Hosting this year's MTV VMA pre-show is the topper to a pretty great year for me after releasing my first <laughs> album. So, again, I mentioned the album. I'm looking forward to meeting and talking to some of my favorite artists. And I believe Taylor Swift, and who just released her new single, is going to perform at the VMAs. So there will be lots of fun uh, people there. And you never know. Someone else from Pretty Little Liars could show up as well. Um, and Ian Harding... Uh, just bought a new house. Uh, mm-hmm. It's featured in the California Home and Design magazine. Um, I checked it out online today. It's amazing. Such a great, <laughs> like, bohemian house in the Hollywood Hills. Um, definitely something to check out. It's uh, built in 1948, and he bought it with his girlfriend. So check out the pictures of that. It's a beautiful home, for sure. Um, and oh, then awesome. we had... Brant in studio Yay. with us two weeks ago. Traveling now. <laughs> I know, traveling a little, a little Euro trip. Um, but he, uh, mentioned before he left that he was gonna do a spot on anger management. We know a little bit more about that thanks to TV Line. Um, the episode is called Charlie Pledges a Sorority Sister. And he plays the boyfriend of Charlie's patient Lucy. Um, Ooh. so, uh, a little bit of like a player type guy, so definitely. Oh, I mean, <laughs> Anger Management is such a fun show that uh, this is definitely something is that you can't miss. I'm excited to see it, and he's such a nice guy, so definitely something to support. And we'll keep you posted on when that airs as well. Awesome! Thank you for your news and gossip. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, what about some predictions? And now you're after Buzz. Okay, I'll go because it's like on the top of my head right now Ooh, because okay. we watched uh, a sneak peek into next week's episode and what's going to happen and we know the f- fatal finale, someone's going to die and I'm going to predict that it's going to be uh, Paige. We didn't talk about it, but uh, you know, Emily seems to be trying to get close to Paige. Uh, Paige has a new girl she's entertaining and um, I don't think Allie would be too happy with Emily running back to Paige. See, and I was going to go with, it appeared to me that somebody gets arrested, if I'm... Well, it seemed like Emily got arrested. I could be wrong. Yeah. But if it did, then I have to, uh, you know, make a prediction and say it was Paige. Paige that died? And Emily was giving her the, I'm sorry, not Emily, Allison was giving her the cold shoulder. At, you know, in one of the episodes when they pass one another, Allie just kind of like, hit her with her shoulder, so it was interesting. There was a lot, a lot of tension. Interesting. And I'm going to go with um, that I think Emily definitely was the one who was arrested, and it could have been Sydney or Paige who kind of comes to a surmise. Okay. Something something to think about. We'll see. Definitely. All right. Well, thank you so much for watching and hanging out with us. You can always tweet us at AfterBuzzTV or me at Stephanie Wenger and use our hashtag PLLABTV. And you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at RealEmmaK. Thanks again for watching. See you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 